Thank you, Derek. Uh, so my name's Stuart. For those who don't know me, I'm one of the leaders here. And this morning we're going to be um, starting a series of three talks um, where we're opening up a narrative looking at vision um, going forward as a church. And this vision um, is we're focusing over the next year sits under our overall vision as a church. Our overall vision as a church is continually reproducing the life of Jesus. Jesus is central to who we are and all we are about in this local community church family. Queen Elizabeth, we've heard um, some quotes from her this morning already, said these words in her 2011 Christmas message about Jesus. Although we are capable of great acts of kindness, history teaches us that we sometimes need saving from ourselves, from our recklessness or greed. God sent into the world a unique person, neither a philosopher nor a general, important that they are, but a saviour with the power to forgive. Jesus is central to our vision as church. And in the last three years, as a nation, we've been on a bit of a roller coaster, really. You know, as a nation, we faced the uncertainties of Brexit. We rolled into this unexpected global challenge of the COVID pandemic with those multiple lockdowns. Then the war in Ukraine which is impacting our globe. And now into this cost of living crisis. And amongst all that, there's layers upon layers of financial, political, integrity scandals thrown into the mix. And then the last few days in our nation, seeing the sad news of the death of our queen. Somewhere in that mix, we've been all plunged into deep uncertainties, into questions, into emotions that maybe we've never kind of felt. This recent loss and grief comes on the back of all those challenges. And many of us, I would suggest, are emotionally exhausted or strained. There may have been our own personal losses that we're trying to work through. There's big questions on what our society's foundations are based on and this affects us individually that's the national picture for us personally I know that as many of us here have faced or are facing right now deep uncertainties loss grief life has been tough don't want to kind of put it out there like that but it has been tough and today and over the next few weeks, we want to not just look back, but look forward to respond to who God is in this. God's continual grace, his undeserved favour on our lives. And what does that look like for us as a church as we build strong foundations for what is ahead I want to look back over our, our church over the last five years. Five years ago, as a leadership team, we felt called to calling the church to a year of prayer. Um, we felt God was challenging us to go deeper into our foundations of the church in prayer. And we launched this from 2 Chronicles 7.14 in the Bible, where it says, If my people 
who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. We've even sung some of those words this morning. The obvious but needs to be said statement is that vision is an unfinished journey. Unless our posture is to humble ourselves, to pray, to seek God's face, then we're going to miss out on what God has in store. The church needs to continue to go up the gears on praying for our land, for our communities, for our families, for our world. And that's what we want to continue to do, to be intentional about how do we do that together, individually. Our vision has to lead to action. Praying is action. Then reflecting over the last five years of our own journey as church, there were a few words that have become part of our language and our DNA here that we have shared that are of words of vision. And the first three were rebuild, repair and restore. And the other one that we felt God was saying was reminding us of our name, Ebenezer. Thus far the Lord has helped us. Isaiah 58 verse 12 says, Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls and restorer of streets with dwellings. We felt that God was wanting us to rebuild, repair and restore and for us to be rebuilders, repairers and restorers. This again is not a tick the box, oh we've done that. Vision is, is kind of not like that. It builds. There is an overflow of what God's vision put in our hearts that changes our families, that changes our friendships, that changes our communities. It is ongoing. Vision always leads to action. Then we felt uh, three years ago a strong r- reminder of what God had given us many generations ago as the name of this church Ebenezer 1 Samuel verse 7 chapter 7 verse 12 says then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mespah and Shen he named it Ebenezer saying thus far the Lord has helped us how true it is that sometimes in life we have to put a marker point we have to put a stake in the ground and remember what God has done at that moment Yet we face forward. When we face uncertainty, we can look back at those stones and say, God has helped us. He's got our backs. Maybe that's a a new way of saying it. Ebenezer, God has got our backs. We look back to those moments. Vision is remembering, but it's not about staying there. It's about looking forward. And over the last few months, the word foundations has kept coming up in our minds and conversations as a leadership team. We've been thinking and praying about Ebby. We continue to seek to be a church that rebuilds, repairs, restores. But we are seeking to build solid foundations for a next generation of God's kingdom, overflowing in our families, in our friends and our communities, seeing people come to faith and wholeness in Jesus. We need to be a church full of 
infectious catalysts to do this. But we need solid foundations to rebuild on that will stand the test of time. And that's what we're going to explore over these next three weeks. Today we're going to explore what it is to be solid foundations. Derek is going to look next week about um, that it won't look the same as the past. And Esther will be challenging us in a few weeks what it means to be building together. So let's look at Luke 6, verse 46 to 49. If you've got your Bibles or it's on your phone, it's also on the screen. Then maybe follow this. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house. (laughs) Who dug deep down and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but he would not shake it because it was well built but the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation the moment the torrent struck that house it collapsed and its destruction was complete now if you've grown up in church years ago now at the moment you are resisting humming a tune in your head now I've put that in you and if you have no idea what I'm talking about please don't go onto YouTube and Google wise man foolish man built his house because you will have a tune in your head that you can't get rid of now I've put that in your head haven't I so maybe you might actually remember a vague bit of what I'm talking about today Jesus was talking to his disciples and others following him and teaching them Different aspects of living life, of living their best life. It's a phrase that is thrown out there in our culture nowadays. Jesus was teaching his disciples about living their best life. And again, he, he used a parable to, to illustrate a profound truth. Because he was a brilliant storyteller. And this embeds into... Um, this example embeds into those disciples and those followers and to us simple but profound truths. Jesus was a craftsman. He used a down-to-earth example. And the simplicity is that of this illustration is proving that the foundations are deep and solid when they're put on solid rock. When life storms come, The house stays put. Jesus is saying that when his teachings are put into practice, then we are digging deep. It takes time to dig deep. It takes hard work. As we hear Jesus' teaching, this knowledge, it must lead into action. I would argue theology is a great thing. Theology is great but it must affect our lives, else we're just building on sand. Someone said, once said this deep quote, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. <laughs> Putting into practice what Jesus is saying and digging deep, knowledge must lead to action. 
There's no point kind of gathering here and kind of hearing stuff whether you agree or not agree unless you're open to God changing your lives. There's no point gathering in small groups and wrestling with the Bible and kind of saying, unless we're saying, God, would you change my life? Knowledge must lead into action. And when I was thinking about this image of foundations here and kind of this familiar parable that I've heard for 40 plus years. (laughs) Or 30, should I say, in my head. Um, When I was thinking about it, I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about buildings. I was thinking if you walk or you drive or you run, get me? Just, just, just to say, I completed 10k last Sunday. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, if you run or you drive, you walk through Lockley's estate at the moment. Um, they're building a lot of new houses. But I was thinking, how long? How many times do you drive past or walk past and think they are taking ages to build these foundations? And then suddenly you don't go past for a week, and then there's suddenly a house there. Why is it it always takes so much longer to build the foundations than it does to put the walls up? Strong foundations enable the rest of the building to go up quickly. Strong foundations shape the style, the identity and the function of the building. And if you get the foundations right, it's reproducible. The building in this case is us. Us here. Ebby Church. We want to be a church that grows with people finding Jesus. That's what we shared last week when we were talking about our values, our value of discover. We love Jesus. We want to help people find and follow Jesus. Those strong foundations enable that to happen. But to get strong foundations, you have to dig deep. Here are a few questions I'm going to throw out there that I want you just to reflect on. These will go on our our website underneath the talk, these questions. How are you encountering God and letting God change your life? Maybe even ask God, what does it look like to dig deep in my life? Where are you pushing out of comfort zones? Who are you travelling with in this church family as we carry vision together? Once again, I'm reminded, and I've shared these words before, of a worship song called Oceans. It's a tricky one to sing in a, in a public gathering. I reflect on these words because of the imagery of a storm. And it says this. Your grace abounds in deepest waters. Your sovereign hand will be my guide. Where feet may fail and fear surrounds me. You've never failed and you won't stop now. So I will call upon your name. Keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace. For I am yours and you are mine. 
spirit. I'll pray this over us. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Spirit, lead us where our trust is without borders. Let us walk upon the waters wherever you would call us. Take us deeper than our feet would ever wander and make our faith and our faith will be made stronger in the presence of our Saviour. Amen. I'm sharing these thoughts about and questions about digging deep and building stronger foundations to encourage us to wrestle with us. How do we do this together? How do we, and we're going to explore this more on other Sundays, so I'm not kind of going to jump the gun and kind of nick bits of other people's talks. But I want us to journey together about digging deeper and building our foundations. And I want to give just a little glimpse of one little way that maybe we are doing that, but we're inviting others who into that story. Because one of the values that we have is about we want to help people find and follow Jesus. That means inviting others into that story. What does that look like in our community around here? Three years ago, we shared that we wanted to see a community hub built in our community. A place where relationships were formed, deep relationships, physical, emotional needs met. An overflow of our lives with those locally and friends that we can invite into that space to see lives change. And this year, over from October, November time until March, we're looking at opening up Ebby even more, the, the church building at Ebby, to be a warm and welcoming space. As we respond to the, the needs for warmth and community in this cost of living crisis, a space where we can all be encouraged to kind of be part of in some way. There are specific ideas, there are funding streams that we are accessing and we'll keep you posted over the next month or so. The strong foundation that God is building is that we need to be a church that shares his love practically with others who don't know him in every part of life and inviting people to discover who Jesus is discover who Jesus is and as I finish I finish where I started Jesus in Acts 4 verse 11 Luke writes Jesus is the stone you builders rejected which has become the cornerstone and he's referencing back to Psalm 118 verse 22 and revealing that the chief cornerstone is Jesus a cornerstone is the first stone set in a building, in a foundation of a building. It's the first stone laid to become the reference point for all other stones laid subsequent to it. Everything finds its definition in this one piece, the cornerstone. And in 1 Peter, later on in the New Testament... It kind of joins up all these flows of thoughts. The writer encourages us to dig deeper, build strong foundations together as God's people 
as Jesus is the cornerstone and the reference point to that building. And it says this in 1 Peter 2 verse 4. You are coming to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen by God for great honour. And you, you are living stones that God is building into his temple. What's more, you are his holy priests. Through the mediation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. Jesus is the cornerstone in the foundations of what we are building as church here. We're not starting, we've already started. But we are building together. And maybe today I've tried to communicate that as a church, we want to build strong foundations and dig deeper. Maybe you're thinking, actually I want to be part of that. But actually, I don't know Jesus, or I've turned away from Jesus. I want to say, as we've kind of worshipped together at the end, I want to give you that encouragement to say yes to Jesus. Jesus, who was rejected by men. Jesus, who was rejected by people in our world. I want to encourage you to say yes to him and say, I want to step into your story. I close this morning by reading a prayer. It's from a a guy from the 5th century called St. Brendan. I want to encourage you to make this your own. As we move forward in uncertain times, both nationally but also personally, knowing Jesus is the cornerstone and we're building strong foundations. Let's pray this. Help me to journey beyond the familiar and into the unknown. Give me the faith to leave old ways and break fresh ground with you. Christ of the mysteries, I trust you to be stronger than each storm within me. I will trust in the darkness and know that my times even now are in your hand. Tune my spirit to the music of heaven and somehow make my obedience count for you. Amen. going to invite the band up if this morning you're kind of feeling okay God there is something deep in me that is uncertain that I am kind of finding life difficult I want to encourage you maybe there will be a few people around at the back who would be offered to pray with you just get out of your seats and go and ask someone or someone next to you I want to encourage you to, to step out and say, God, would you be that cornerstone in my life again as we build strong foundations together? Let's use these songs to worship to kind of help process what God is doing and saying.